It's verse-by-verse time on the International Gospel Hour as the Are You Studying series continues in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Going to begin with verse 3 in just a moment, so it's time to tune in and turn the word, friends. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you to our J-Web, as always. Greetings to all of you. Thank you again for being with us for this very special broadcast from the International Gospel Hour the Are You Studying series. Our first speaker, Brother V.E. Howard, was always known to ask, Are you listening? Well, we like to ask, Are you studying? And we find this verse-by-verse study of a book of the Bible is a great tool to learn and to grow. So today we'd like for you to join us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and once again we're going to look at verses 1 through 5, In a moment, we'll review just a little from verses 1 and 2 and then flow right into our study. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Folks, let's pause for just a moment. A few words from our friends at HouseToHouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com an outstanding website with topic research, free materials, and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com, and please request a free copy of House to House Heart to Heart. May this be of aid in your studies. Previously, from verses 1 and 2, we noted the message that reminded the Corinthians that their glory is to go to God and not to themselves. And friends, that's a worthy and biblical thought and command for us today. When Paul mentioned of the testimony of God in verse 1, we are reminded of God's power, His wisdom, and how it is revealed to us through His Spirit, 2 Peter 1, 20 and 21, and 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17. The testimony of God, the words, the accuracy, the truth. And then Paul brings forth that testimony through the cross of Jesus Christ. You see, in chapter 1, he mentioned Christ nine times, which is an excellent move by inspiration to bring a splintered and divided church together. We find nine times in verses 1 through 4 and 7 through 10 and verse 24 of chapter 1. Now Paul gets to the cross. I am interested of the words of Mike Willis in his commentary, to where he says that the word crucified is a perfect participle denoting a past event that has abiding results. The crucifixion of Christ is the central message of the gospel and therefore can be used by a synecdoche for the sum total of the Christian message. The gospel is grounded in the historical event of the resurrection and differs from philosophies or sciences. 
excellent point. The cross of Christ, well, dear friends, it continues to keep running and running and running. Man's wisdom, when they run out of one thing, they'll look for another. But the cross of Christ remains. It abides. It never changes. And this is the only message that will remind these brethren and reunite them, reject the world, and renew the faithful. So let's continue talking about that message and how it resides. We're going to focus on verses 3 through 5 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2. In verse 3, the humility of Paul comes forth in a weakness of fear and much trembling. Now, he had no fear of man and no fear of death, just a humble approach to the study that he was not worthy to bring forth the glory that's in Christ. He was focusing on Christ and not himself. My friend Brad Price in his commentary on 1 Corinthians noted this. When Paul came to the Corinthians, the content of his teaching was different from the other ideas and teachings circulated in the first century. The means of presentation was also different. Paul came to the Corinthians in weakness, fear, and in much trembling. He may have literally trembled like Belshazzar in Daniel 5 and verse 6, or he may have used these expressions to indicate his anxiety while at Corinth. Non-Christian philosophers were typically haughty and overly self-confident, while arrogance and exaltation of self were commonplace. These qualities did not typify Paul's style, Acts 18, 9 and 10. Very interesting thoughts from our friend Brad Price. Paul was nothing flashy. I mean, after all, in 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 10, his detractors said his bodily presence was weak and his speech contemptible. For his letters, they say, are weighty and powerful, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible. Well, his letters, he was writing by inspiration. Praise be to God, they were weighty and powerful. We need to focus on the message and not the messenger. And surely there were those that appreciated Paul's approach for the gospel resided in him. So many times we put the messenger up on the pedestal. Dear friends, may it never be. Let the message always be from the cross. Let's continue this thought of how the message resides. Now, Paul did not use, and we're going to be focusing more with verses 4 and 5 here. Paul did not use the Greek logic that many were used to in Corinth. He used the Spirit and with power as such that came upon the apostles, Acts chapter 2, and even upon Paul. So he didn't use the everyday man-thinking logic. He was bringing forth inspired teaching from God through His Son, through the Spirit, and Paul is instructing the church. He is correcting their division and their problems that they allowed their human thinking to bring forth. From the Father to the Son through the Spirit, in order that such faith should stand in the power of God and not in the wisdom of men. Jesus in His prayer in John 17 and verse 8 said to the Father concerning His apostles that He had given them the words that God had given Him, that He had given them the words, if you will, that God had given Him. They have believed them. They have known that I came from you. In John 16 and verse 13, Jesus promises unto His apostles that the Helper, 
or the Comforter, the Spirit would come and guide them into all truth. He wasn't going to speak of himself, but speak of what the Father would direct him to speak. My friend Keith Mosier made this statement. We preach, and God's power works through the message, not us. Let's parallel with that Acts 16 and verse 14 and 1 Peter 1 and verse 5. We preach and allow God's power through the message to make the difference. That's why we need to always make certain that the message resides in us. You see, faith comes forth from the Word of God. Romans 10.17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If I am to have the proper faith in God and faith for God, then I must learn that faith from the Word of God and to grow in my faith in God and how the Word resides in our hearts. As we think about this text and considering when we wrap it all together, how that the testimony of God, God's power, and then proclaiming the cross. Do you see that he points them to one Lord? He points them to one Christ. He points them to one message. And Paul, when they would say, I am of Paul, or I am of Cephas, or I am of Apollos, things we looked in verse 1. You see, now Paul is moving and he's shifting. Don't look at the human. Look at the heavenly. I'm telling you folks, teaching in 1 Corinthians is just as powerful and as needed today than ever before. We want to pause here. Have a beloved good brother in Christ who's also an excellent Bible teacher because he focuses on the message and not himself. Our Rob Whitaker has a wonderful online study that we want to share with you. It's free, and here's our J-Web with the details. As a complement to our study today, our friend Rob Whitaker has a free online video study titled, Does It Matter? Does it matter what you believe? The most important question in all the world is, where will you go when you die? God has provided all that you must know in the Bible. Your questions about salvation, sin, and the church will be answered directly from God's Word, and Rob is an excellent teacher. May we send you the link so you can give it a try? Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, email, and just say, Does it matter? You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, email, and type Does It Matter in the message blank. We will send the link to you. We hope you enjoy the study. And now let's get back to the Bible. And we hope that you find our studies from the book of 1 Corinthians profitable. If you do and you like this verse-by-verse study, we would love to hear from you. And again, you can write us through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Just go to the contact tab and click on it and leave us a message. You can call us at 855-444-6988. That is our steady line that people call for free material, for information. Please give us a call and let us know. Or if you'd like to write us, P.O. Box 118, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. 
And again, we really appreciate you listening. We love to do the verse-by-verse studies. It allows us to continue to just go verse-by-verse in a book to gather the context, its meaning therein. And I look forward to continuing our studies from 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And I look forward to studying with you each and every time, dear friends. We're honored you've chosen to listen to us, that you've honored us with your presence today. So thank you for joining me at the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory.